From the American Society of Cataract and Refractive Surgery, I'm Josh Young, and this is As Seen From Here. On today's podcast, OCT and Alzheimer's disease. Therefore, we conduct a systematic review and meta-analysis to assess the differences of special domain OCT measurements. First this. I know many of the audience of As Seen From Here also watch my live conference interviews on ewreplay.org. These brief video programs highlight the most important news from major ophthalmology meetings and number in the hundreds every year. But if you haven't watched ewreplay.org recently, you've got to check it out. iWorld Replay has really upped its game with super video production and fantastic content. ewreplay.org. We've just renovated and we'd love to have you over. Alzheimer's disease is a neurodegenerative pathology. So is glaucoma. So it would stand to reason that some of the diagnostic tools we use for glaucoma might be of utility in the diagnosis of Alzheimer's. Of course, the idea of studying OCT for Alzheimer's is not new. Perhaps what's needed is a synthesis of prior work to establish whether OCT is clinically useful in this context. Carol Chung from the Chinese University of Hong Kong has published just such a meta-analysis, and I'm happy to have her as my guest today. How is Alzheimer's disease currently diagnosed, and when in the disease process is diagnosis typically made? Alzheimer's disease, AD in short form, is the most common form of dementia. There's no single diagnostic test that can determine if a person has AD. Physicians use a variety of approaches and tools to help determine whether a person who is having uh, memory problems has, uh, for example, possible Alzheimer's dementia, which means that dementia may be due to other causes, or probable Alzheimer's dementia, which means no other cause for dementia can be found, or some other problem. The approaches and tools include medical history, physical exam, mental status, uh, neurological exam, and brain imaging to rule out the other uh, possible causes for symptoms. It is noted that AD can only be definitely diagnosed only after death by linking clinical measures with an examination of brain tissue in an autopsy. AD usually is not diagnosed in the early stages as the symptoms of AD in the early stages can be very subtle. Patients with AD or their family members may only aware the significant symptoms of AD at later stages. Which biomarkers are currently used and what does the presence of these biomarkers signify? Accumulation of MMR beta and tau protein in the brain are the upstream hallmark pathologies of AD which begin years before the onset of clinical uh, dementia. Detection of amyloid beta plaque and child deposition using techniques such as a PET scan or testing of CFF collected via lumbar puncture are biomarkers that are currently used for diagnosis of the early AD or preclinical stage of AD. Uh, it is noted that early diagnosis and early intervention for AD are important strategies to delay progression of AD. Carol, what are the disadvantages of using the current set of biomarkers for the diagnosis of Alzheimer's disease? 
Although the tools that I mentioned are invaluable for research and diagnosis, however, the availability and acceptability of this examination are limited in highly specialized settings due to their high cost, technical complexity, invasiveness of the procedures, the use of radioactive tracer, and are unlikely to be widely available. Therefore, it is urged to identify new uh, biomarkers which should be reliable, non-invasive, easily accessible, and inexpensive, ideally, for the early diagnosis of AD. Carol, what was the question that your study, that this study, sought to answer? The retina is a window to study changes in the brain. It is because retina is an extension of the brain and shares similar embryological, anatomical, and physiological properties. In this study, we aim to study uh, the relationship between changes in the retina using ocular imaging techniques, specifically OCT in the current study with AD and mild cognitive impairment, MCI, which is a clinical preclinical stage of AD. What associations have previous studies shown between Alzheimer's and OCT markers? Previous studies uh, repeatedly examine whether there are changes in retinal layers such as retinal lipopar layer in AD using OCT. Although seven reviews and meta-analysis have attempted to integrate these findings and derive conclusions, the associations between AD and retinal changes measured using OCT remain inconclusive. This may be because previous reviews and uh, meta-analysis included measurements from both spectral domain OCT and time domain OCT, which are not interchangeable. Moreover, previous meta-analysis assessed only the difference of retinal lipopar layer thickness and macular thickness in AD. Indeed, improved resolution of spectral domain OCT enable assessment of additional retinal neuronal layers at the macula, including glandular cell inner platform layer, GCIPL, and also glandular cell compass, GCC. This is of interest because the macula contains more than 50% of total retinal ganglion cells, and uh, thinning of the macula uh, layer could be more sensitive to AD uh, pathologic features than retinal level layer thinning. Also, SCO special domain OCT allows measurements of choroidal layers, and these studies also started to explore the association between AD and choroidal layers. Carol, can I get you to describe the design of, of your study? Because there's uh, different studies have, uh, have been reported uh, about spectral domain OCT and AD, therefore we conduct a systematic review and meta-analysis to assess the differences of spectral domain OCT measurements. So in this meta-analysis, we focus on papers published before our uh, end of December 2017. What were your, your inclusion criteria? Uh, the study must meet uh, the following criteria. First, um, the, the study should be an original human study with case control, cross-sectional, or prospective study design. Second, the study recruited patients with ADMCI in addition to controls. Third, special domain OCT uh, was used for the retinal layer measurements. And fourth, AD and MCI patients were diagnosed according to our established diagnostic systems. We excluded studies using time domain OCT, conference abstracts, letters to the editor, long English records, animal uh, studies, reviews, and case studies. 
We also excluded anesthesia of low quality using the quality assessment of diagnostic accuracy study 2, such as studies that uh, diagnose AD or MCI using um, established diagnostic criteria. Hey, Carol, what were your results? What were your, your findings from this study? Uh, we identified uh, uh, 30 studies for the uh, meta-analysis in total. Among the, the 30 studies, 6 measure macular glandular cell in the platform layer thickness, 10 measure macular thickness, 24 studies measure pure papillary retinal uh, nerve layer thickness, 4 measure macular glandular cell complex thickness, 7 measure macular volume, and 5 measured coronal thickness related to AD. All studies were cautional and there were no prospective studies published before end of December in the year of uh, 2017. We found that uh, special domain OCT measurements at the retina included macular glandular cell in the passiform layer thickness, macular glandular cell complex thickness, papillary retinal lifestyle layer thickness, macular thickness, macular volume, and choroidal thickness were significantly thinner in AD patients than that in controls. Furthermore, we also show that the thickness of uh, macular glandular cell in the platform layer and papillary retinal layer thicknesses generally were thinner in MCI patients when compared with controls. Your analysis suggests a decrease in the population of retinal ganglion cells. To what extent are retinal ganglion cells cognates of central nervous system cells that are affected by Alzheimer's disease? I'm afraid that uh, I'm not aware that study to investigate uh, this yet, but recent studies have linked cerebral atrophy with macular glandular cell in the platform layer and retinal layer synthesis as measured by structural domain OCT. Uh, for example, they found that reduction in gray matter volume of the occipital and temporal lobes are associated with reduction in macular glandular cell in the platform layer thickness in uh, in the uh, for example in a cumulative phase cohort, providing further evidence that central domain OCT can be used for assessing brain neural degeneration. So, Carol, the, the, this is very interesting stuff in in the sense that you found uh, a, a a biomarker uh, that may be. Um, beneficial in terms of making an earlier diagnosis. What I'd like to know is, does this finding give us an insight into the pathophysiology of Alzheimer's disease? Yes, it does. Uh, several possible mechanisms have been proposed to explain the above findings, which give us an insight into the uh, pathophysiology of Alzheimer's disease. The cerebral pathology of uh, AD may affect the visual pathway and cause retrograde degeneration of the optic nerve and retinal layers, resulting in thinning of retinal, neuronal, and axonal layers, including uh, retinal fiber layer and glandular cell in the platform layer. Alternatively, it is speculated that uh, AD pathology, including amyloid beta plus tau deposition and signs of neural inflammation occur simultaneously, both in the brain and the retina underlying a common widespread process linking retinal, neuronal, uh, and axonal layer changes and AD. So understanding the exact mechanism involved requires uh, further investigation still. 
Really, really interesting. Now, one of the findings that you made was a decrease in choroidal thickness. To 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 what do you ascribe this finding? Because cerebral vascular impairment is also recognized as one of the earliest uh, pathologic features in AD. So similar uh, pathophysiologic processes may also affect the choroidal layer, which is the vascular layer of the eye. So our finding is, in, is consistent with a reported animal study that amyloid beta, which induced vascular damages in the brain, also accumulated with aging in the choroidal vasculature. Really interesting. Are, are these findings specific to Alzheimer's disease or, or, or can similar observations be made with other neurodegenerative diseases? This is a very good point. Indeed, this finding are not specific to Alzheimer's disease and cannot fully describe and characterize the spectrum of uh, uh, Alzheimer's disease-related disorder. Similar observations can be made in other neurodegenerative diseases, for example, uh, multiple sclerosis. How early in the Alzheimer's disease process do these findings manifest? We are not sure, as most of the reported studies are co-sessional. Nevertheless, macular uh, gland cell inner platform layer and pluripapillary retinular fiber layer are also found to be thinner in uh, patients with uh, mild cognitive impairment when compared with controls. In addition, uh, there are two recent uh, prospective studies have examined the longitudinal relationship of spectral domain OCT measures and development of uh, cognitive de- deterioration. For example, the Rotterdam study showing that a thinner retinal fiber layer is associated with a higher risk of developing uh, dementia, including Alzheimer's disease. And also the longitudinal data from the UK Biobank are uh, also showing that thinner retinal fiber layer is associated for future decline in cognitive function. So this study provides support for retinal fiber layer thinning, predicting dementia, including Alzheimer's disease. Now, Carol, I understand from an earlier comment that you made that these findings are not specific to Alzheimer's. What I'd like to know, although they're not specific, how sensitive are they? Studies mainly compare the uh, special domain OCT measurements between AD and controls. I'm afraid that there's no data to demonstrate how sensitive are these findings. Here's the sort of bottom line question for, for me. Is, is this yet a tool that can be applied clinically? This is still under research. So the current results mainly confirm the differences in special domain OCT measurements in AD and MCI, and MCI patients when compared with controls, highlighting the potential usefulness of special domain OCT measurements as biomarkers of AD. So in order to translate uh, these findings into routine clinical use, a method is required to recognize the retinal fingerprints of Alzheimer's disease and differentiate between a normal retina and a retina affected by uh, Alzheimer's pathology. I, I think that artificial intelligence, AI, particular deep learning, has great potential to discover the discriminative latent information associated with Alzheimer's and learn the retinal fingerprints of AD from OCT images. In the future, we believe that 
virtual domain OCT together with uh, AI deep learning may be used clinically as a risk indicator to stratify individuals with high risk of Alzheimer's disease. So the high risk groups can then benefit from subsequent more intensive and specific but expensive examinations, for example, PET imaging at highly specialized clinics, and then receive early medical intervention to prevent cognitive decline. Carol, this was absolutely great. Uh, I, I just want to thank you very much. Thank you so much for your invitation. Carol Chung is assistant professor in the Department of Ophthalmology and Visual Sciences at the Chinese University of Hong Kong in Hong Kong. Her paper, Spectral Domain OCT Measurements in Alzheimer's Disease, a Systematic Review and Meta-Analysis, appears in the April 2019 issue of Ophthalmology. Ask questions of Dr. Chung or any of our previous guests, or make a comment about any of the topics we've discussed. These interviews are meant to be the start of a conversation in which you participate. Write to me with your questions or comments at josh at iWorld.org. As Seen From Here is a production of the American Society of Cataract and Refractive Surgery. Be a part of the next podcast. I'm Josh Young.